Up next, a message from Victory Life Church of Milton. way to get peace in this situation. There was no good end to this situation. Raise your hands if you were just in a really, really bad place before. Anybody going through anything like that right now? Anybody goes through that off and on, like you get a little peace, then it goes away, it escapes from you? Let's talk about these two guys, okay? Now, these are two of God's, uh, Jesus's disciples, okay? And, man, their hearts were broken. They had invested time, and they really thought that Jesus was this Messiah. They really thought that Jesus was going to kick the Romans out of Jerusalem, out of Israel. And Jesus was the Messiah, but Jesus never promised that he was going to kick the Romans out. But he did promise that he was going to be crucified. He did promise that he was going to be handed over to to wicked men and that these things must happen. He said that time and time again. But all his disciples, all his apostles, collectively didn't get it. And, I mean, in a way that kind of makes sense because, you know, Jesus spoke in parables an awful lot. And so when they started hearing these types of, this type of message, maybe they just didn't want to hear it. Maybe they just didn't want to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? That's a hard thing, man. They, they didn't want this to happen. They wanted Jesus to march into town and kick out the Romans. And just until a few days ago, it looked like all this was about to happen. Even though Jesus kept saying, this is not what's going to happen. Okay, he kept saying, I am going to be crucified. <laughs> they didn't want to hear it. Okay, so anyways, the very day, that very day, so what are we talking about? We're talking about the women early that morning went to the tomb, and there was angels at the tomb, and the tomb was empty. Okay, same day, resurrection day. That very day, two of them were going to a village named Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem, and they were talking with each other about all these things that had happened. These guys were in a hopeless situation, completely hopeless. Their hearts were broken, and I know, I know, I know a lot of people are hurting right now. I know a lot of people are in situations where their hearts are just, they just feel like their hearts are crushed. Look at these guys right here, okay? Who's about to walk up beside them? Who's about to walk? Who promises to never leave you or forsake you? Do you hear what I'm saying? If you belong to the Most High God, if you love Jesus, He promises in His Word, and God does not lie. You hear what I'm saying? He he is with you. During the hardest times of your life, God was right there with you. He, he has not turned his back on you. He, he, he says, I'll never leave you or forsake you. Amen. Uh, verse uh, uh, 15. While they were talking and discussing together, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. Isn't that awesome? These guys, man, they couldn't get out of town fast enough. You know what I mean? They thought this thing was going to go one way, and it went a completely other, different way. You ever felt like that? You ever felt like, man, this is how this needs to happen, and you actually thought it was going to work out that way. But, man, it went a complete different direction. You know, man, some of us might be dealing with, you know, sickness, divorce, abandonment, uh, loneliness. I mean, these are real things, man. 
And you can look at other people, and, and you can say, well, man, you know, if I was going through that, you know, that wouldn't bother me, or that's so silly that that person is burdened by that. Now, let's understand this, man, that, that people's pain, you know what I mean? The pain that people are going through, that is really their pain. That is really their pain. And it doesn't, uh, it doesn't matter how you think you would handle that. Okay, people deal with things in their own way, and we go through heavy stuff sometimes, and you can look at it and be like, well, that's kind of silly that that's ruining our day. Man, you don't get it, man. All, we all feel pain, and our pain is our pain. But see, the Most High God cares about what we're going through. Amen. Y'all with me? While they were talking and discussing together, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. Isn't that wonderful? I want to read Joshua 1 and verse 9. Um, don't b- bother about turning there. Okay, if, if, if you're in, in Luke, just stay there. Let me read Joshua 1 and verse 9, okay? Most of you probably already know this verse. Joshua 1 9. Have I not commanded you? That's pretty stern. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Man, sometimes life is pretty heavy, man. Sometimes life is pretty stinking hard and unfair things happen, man. Things that we never thought were going to happen will happen to us. Sometimes we have to deal with the consequences of our own stupid, selfish actions, right? Can I get a witness? Sometimes bad stuff just happens, man. You know what I mean? But here we are. But God, God gives us this wonderful, wonderful promise. I want all you guys to grab this promise and hold on to it. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. I, I don't feel like being strong and courageous right now, man. My heart, my heart feels like it's been ripped out of my chest. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Isn't that wonderful? That's a nice little saying to write on church walls or to put on your refrigerator and stuff like that. But, man, you know what? It's the truth. That is the truth, man. God makes these promises, okay? Where does God's peace come from, man? It comes from him. God gives himself, man. God gives himself to us, man. You know what I mean? He is faithful like that. You will never go through anything. Listen to me. If your heart is broken right now, if you are so frustrated because you never get the breaks, you're so frustrated because of whatever, fill in the blank. Listen, if you belong to the Most High God, he says, I will never ever, ever leave you, okay? He is with you. No matter what's happened to you, God is with you. He is faithful that way. People can come in and out of your life, man. People can abandon you. People can use and abuse you. People you thought that would never hurt you might hurt you one day. I hope not, but that's the world we live in, right? But God says, you know what? I'm not one of those people. You know what? I love you, and I know everything about you, and I love you with an undying love. Amen? Have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Everyone say wherever you go. Wherever you go. Wherever you find yourself. Whatever situation. In the, if you find up in the, in the dentist chair this weekend. or You know what? The good Lord's with you. Amen. You may ask yourself how did I get in the dentist chair. But the good Lord will be with you. Okay. While they were talking and discussing together, Jesus himself drew near and went, went, went with them. These guys probably couldn't stomach to look at Peter, James, and John for another second. Probably scared for their lives. You know what I mean? This was a crazy situation. This guy, who they thought was 
going to kick out the Romans, who was going to spark this revolution. And remember, just a few days ago, everybody was so excited when Jesus come into town. You know what I mean? And these guys had to be pretty proud. You know what I mean? This is Jesus' disciple. Man, this is going to be awesome. Things are really snowballing and getting awesome. But then overnight, within a, a, within a moment, everything changed. Now, there's a bloody cross that reminds them of what happened. Let's be honest. I mean, come on. Let, let's be honest. These guys probably felt like Jesus let them down. You know what I mean? They were scared, and they were getting out of town. Now, sometimes, sometimes we can kind of feel like Jesus let us down, right? I mean, for real. Sometimes things happen, and we're like, This is so unfair. I don't understand. I went to church. I put a fiver in the offering plate. How in the world, how could this happen to me? You know what I mean? Well, life's not fair. And it's not, man. It is brutal sometimes. But God never, ever says, man. Uh, matter of fact, he said, the Christian road, that's the hard road to go down, man. A lot of folks ain't going down that road. Okay, but that's the road we're on, and that's the best road. That's the road that we want to be on. Amen? That's the road that leads to eternal life. Yeah, give them some praise. But sometimes, man, we can feel like, God, you know, we can begin to question things. I thought this is, I thought you were a good God. I thought you had this under control. I mean, sometimes really tough things happen. Sometimes it happens when we're really young, and it can mess us up our whole life. You know what I mean? Some, sometimes, man, we feel like we just can't get our momentum up. Bad things just keep happening. Listen, the good Lord says, I'll never leave you or forsake you. And he says, I will turn these things. And sometimes this, this, this doesn't even make sense a lot of the time. But God promises, so we hold on to this promise, that he will take this nasty situation and bring something good out of it. And he will. He's faithful. Amen? Sometimes we just got to hold on to those promises. While they were talking and discussing together, Jesus himself drew near and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him. That's a, that's a curious little thing right there. Now, God himself, Jesus himself, was disguising himself, keeping them from recognizing who he was. Now, this is the point I want to bring out right here. Sometimes we can look at our situation. And remember, these, these guys are having a bad day. They've had a real bad few days. They're getting out of town, man. They're like, you know, this, this, it was fun while it lasted, but, man, I got to go get a job. <laughs> Everything's messed up. And that's the truth of the matter, man. They were crushed. They were completely crushed. And sometimes it can look like Jesus is nowhere to be seen, man, in our situations, Right? But their eyes were kept from recognizing him. Sometimes we can go through pretty tough times, man, and it looks like God's nowhere around. God doesn't care about what we're going through. Amen? But that's not true. Because he promises, I'll never leave you or forsake you. Amen? And sometimes, sometimes we don't hear his voice like we want to during those super, super hard times. Let me read this verse. Isaiah 55 and verse 9. I've read this verse numerous times. Isaiah 55 verse 9. For as the heavens are higher than the earth. That's a true statement, right? Heavens are way up there and we're down here. 
For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Now, these disciples, they didn't see Jesus, even though Jesus was right there with them. You know what I mean? And Jesus was doing that on purpose. Sometimes we can go through a tough spot, and we can be like, God, how could you allow this? We can't see God anywhere in our situation sometimes. But listen, having said that, listen to this verse again. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. That's not a human. That's Isaiah. That's Isaiah putting down what God is, okay? God's ways are high above our ways. High, high. Meaning we don't get it all the time, man. We can't get it all the time. We don't have the ability to understand some of the things that he allows to happen. Does that make sense? We don't always understand everything, but we can hold on to those awesome promises. Those awesome, awesome promises that he gives to us. Like our children, man, our children don't always get the things we do. They don't, they don't always understand it. Like my stupid old doggy, you know, I'll give him a, I'll give him a bathtub and scrub him, and, and he, he hates it. She hates it. She can't stand it. Like, well, you got to have a bathtub because you stink. You know what I mean? That's a stupid, stupid uh, picture there for you. But, man, we don't always understand things, man, that God's doing. We don't always get it, but God knows what he's doing. And God loves us so much. He's like, I know you're not going to understand this, but you can understand this. I love you with an undying love, and I'm going to be there for you. And he says, hey, he even took the time to give us this precious little jewel of a verse to say, hey, I know you're not going to get it, okay? My ways are far above your ways, but I love you. Amen? While they were talking and discussing together, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that awesome that God is with you during, during the darkest, scariest times of your life? He draws near to you. Amen? Now, think about that. He draws near to you during those tough times. You might not be able to see him. You might not even be able to feel him sometimes. You might not be able to hear his still, small voice. Sometimes, sometimes you won't be able to hear that still, small voice like you want to. But you have the word. You know, and God speaks through our word. Every time we get into this, he speaks to us. You know what I mean? And sometimes we just want to hear his voice so bad. Well, man, get into this book. You know what I mean? And he can talk to you. He, he can. I'm not trying to be wacky or kooky or nutty. But you know what? God will speak to your heart sometimes. But sometimes, man, you won't hear it for so long. And like, God, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? What's going on, man? You know what? During those times, remember, his ways are above our ways. You know what I mean? Trust in him. Trust in him. He promises I ain't going to leave you. I'm here. He wants our faith to grow by trusting in him. And you know what? To still give him the sacrifice of praise. Amen? When we don't have a clue what's going on. Amen? Raise your hands if you ever felt like these disciples. Like everything's just messed up now. There ain't no fixing this. There's no fixing this. You know, we just got to get out of town. You, th- you think we should tell Peter, James, or John? Nope. Nope. I'm going to Emmaus. You can come if you want to, but I'm out. I'm done. I've felt like that before. I really have. But thank God for godly people, man that stood in the gap for me, and that saw a need and did something about it that brought me before the throne. Amen? So you see somebody going through something, man. Remember, you don't have to get it. You don't have to understand why they're hurting about something so silly. You don't have to understand that stuff. But just know that they're hurting and give it to the Lord and be there for them. Amen? 
Okay, so this is pretty awesome, pretty cool. All God's people said, this is awesome. Thank you. Luke 24 and verse 17. And he said to them, this is Jesus. Okay, a little recap. Guys are pretty sad, depressed. Their whole world's falling apart. Jesus got crucified. They didn't see that coming, even though he kept saying, I'm about to be crucified. <clears throat> they didn't see it coming. Three days have passed. It seems like they would at least remember that part. Hey, didn't he say in three days he'd rise again? Maybe we should, maybe we should stick close to Jerusalem. No, but for whatever reason, they didn't. They were, they were crushed, man. Their hearts were broken. So they're leaving town, man, walking down the road. And guess who draws near to them during the darkest time of their life? Who pulls up beside them? Jesus, the God-man. Hey, what are you guys talking about? You know, they, don't, they don't even recognize him, okay? There's a lot of theories into that. I'm not going to get into that. I'm just saying God purposely made it that way. Sometimes you can't see God in what you're going through, Some, but, but he's there. He's there, and he's going to hold you up, so you got to trust in him. Don't push away. Don't get mad. Don't get bitter, because we have that opportunity. You know, we can get bitter. That's not going to leave anywhere good. Amen? Amen? Okay. And he said to them, this is Jesus. This is, this is cool, man. This is really, really awesome. This is Jesus now. And he said to them, uh, what is this conversation that you're, that you're holding with each other as you walk? And they, and they stood still, looking sad. So this is Jesus talking to these guys. But there's so much in that verse right there. Look. And they stood still, looking sad. Here's these guys, man. They're hauling booty out of Jerusalem, man. We got we to gotta get some distance between us and that cross, man. I can't, I can't look at it anymore. I can't think about any of this stuff. Man, I don't, I don't want anyone to see me and think that maybe I was hanging out with that Jesus guy. Not that they didn't love them, man, but they were scared for their lives probably, right? Okay, and here comes Jesus walking with them. And Jesus says, what are you guys talking about? And like, they couldn't believe it. They stopped. You know, us three, I mean, us 14, us, all of us people, we're walking, okay? And somebody says something, and you stop. You, you stop because something's serious. Yeah. Like, this thing, just, we're not going to walk and talk about this. Yeah. Okay, this, this, that reminds me of, like, Rachel Jean, like, hold on a second. You know, like, just, just stop. We got to work this out real fast. But look, they stop because this is serious, and they stood still looking sad. Think about that for a second, man. Sometimes things hurt so, so bad. You know, I mean, things are so unbearable that they couldn't go on another step. They had to just stop. They couldn't even say a word for a while. That's what happened. Now, when I read that, Oh, well, I read it last night again. It immediately made me think about this time, man. And I almost don't even want to bring it up, but, but it really helped me grab a hold of this situation right here of what these disciples were going through. Uh, okay. Look, my dad was really, 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 really sick. And I was at this meeting, uh, this lunch meeting with a bunch of uh, people from my work, man, like, like people in management and stuff like that. And we were enjoying a, a taco dinner or some, something like that. And, uh, and I wasn't really thinking about my father at that moment. I was working hard. And, and my boss, the boss of all bosses, the boss boss, the boss boss lady, she's like, hey, Paul, how, how's your dad doing? Because everyone knew my dad had been sick. And I didn't even realize, I didn't even realize how heavy I was holding on to that at that moment. Um, because once she asked me that, and she was sitting at that end of the table, I was sitting at this end of the table, and I picked up my glasses like, what's wrong? No, I didn't. 
I said, this lunch is over. And I knocked everything. No. Huh. No. Looks like lunch is on you, lady. No. No, I, I didn't do any of that. I didn't, I didn't even think about doing any of that. Forget all that stuff. But she said, hey, Paul, how's your dad doing? And I stopped. And as, as I began to, to analyze what she had just said, I couldn't say a word, man. I couldn't say a word, and all these people were looking at me, and a tear began to roll down my eye, and I could not say a word because in the natural, things were not looking good, and she immediately made me stop and think about that. So at that moment, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't a subordinate. I wasn't a manager. I wasn't a worker. I wasn't a preacher. I, I, was, I was just a dude that was just sad. I was just super sad. It didn't matter who was there, you know. And so there's all these people, and I'm just kind of choking up, and so this nice lady's like, oh, we'll come back to you later. But she didn't know what to do. But immediately when I read that, that's what it made me think about. These guys are walking, and their hearts are really, really crushed. They're, man, they are sad beyond words. And here's this guy, Jesus, but they don't know that at the moment. Hey, what are you guys, what's, what's going on with you cats? You don't talk about something crazy. What's going on? And they're like, they couldn't even say nothing for a while. Because they were just so hurt, so much pain. They had invested so much into this. They thought it was going to go this way, and it went somewhere different, man. Completely different. Sometimes we look at our life like, man, I thought by now my life would be over here, but I'm way back here. Or I cannot believe this happened to me at this age. Or it's not fair, man. It's not supposed to happen this way. That's true, you know. We get used to certain things, and we think it's supposed to go that way. God doesn't promise us any of those things. But he promises, I'll never leave you or forsake you. That I'll be with you. Amen. And that it's going to get really, really good one day. Give him some praise. Uh, Isaiah 43 and verse 26. Put me in remembrance. Let us argue together. Set forth your case that you may be proved right. That's a neat little verse, isn't it? God says, bring, bring to remembrance my word. Bring to remembrance my promises. Remind me, the creator of the universe, about what my word says. That doesn't make a lot of sense, but it makes a lot of sense. Okay, God don't forget nothing. God can't forget nothing. Okay, he sees everything laid out before him. He, he don't forget nothing. Well, what about my sins? He forgets my sins. He doesn't forget your sins. He throws them away, and he says, I ain't going to bring it up no more. I'm done with it. He throws it away. You don't have to bring it up because I ain't going to bring it up. It's like I don't hold that to your account anymore. It's done. Jesus paid for that. Okay? Now, look. He says, remind me of my promises. What is that about? God's saying, hey, you get into my word. You grab a hold of my promises, and you bring them to my remembrance. In other words, you don't forget about what my word said. And you get the release of giving me those burdens, man. God, like this, God, your word says that you promised to never leave me or forsake me. God, your word says that I've never seen the righteous or forsaken or the seed begging for bread. Man, hold on to those promises. That's what God's saying. Don't forget about that stuff, man. Don't forget. Let's talk about it together. Bring, bring your burdens to me. That's what God is really saying, man. He's saying, cast your cares upon me. Okay, I know this is heavy and I know this isn't fair. You know, but, you know, life's not fair and it wasn't really, they didn't treat me too fair when I was down there. You know what I mean? And, and, and Jesus goes on to say, hey, you know what? If they persecuted me, guess what? They're going to persecute you. So there it is. All God's people said, whoop, there it is. Mm. 
All right. Psalm 34 and verse 18. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. I hate being brokenhearted. I hate when I can't sleep. I hate when my mind's going crazy. I hate when I can't pay my bills. I hate when I can't find my car keys. I hate when somebody knocks over my mailbox. Somebody knocked over my mailbox, man. Yeah. Mm. I, I believe it was. I believe it was. When talk about you reap what you sow, I knocked over a bunch of people's mailboxes in my day. Well, on purpose, I was I would knock over people. I'd run over people's mailboxes with my car. Yeah, I'm not proud about that. And you reap what you sow, man. You reap what you sow. Cause I got today to get my mailbox fixed. That's it. Never mind. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about. It. God is good, right? God is good. Psalm 34 and verse 18. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted. Listen, He is. He is even when you can't hear Him, even when you can't feel Him. Trust in Him. Amen. He's right there with you. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Amen. Amen. Verse 18. Then one of them named Cleopas, if anyone's looking for a name for uh, for the baby, Cleopas is out there. Yeah, you can name the, the church chicken Cleopas. Oh, yeah. Then one of them, named Cleopas, answered him, Are you the only visitor in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? And he said to them, What things? This is cool, man. This is Jesus. Right. What things, Cleopas? <laughs> what you talking about, Cleopas? And he said to them, What things? And they said to him, Concerning Jesus of Nazareth, a man who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word, before God and all the people, and how the, our chief priests and rulers delivered him up to be condemned to death and crucified him. So imagine this, man. They're telling Jesus about what just happened. And, he, and then Jesus is saying, like, yeah, like I told you guys like this over and over again that this was going to happen to me. You know what I mean? And it's the third day. Okay. Uh, and crucified him. But we had hoped. Look at that, man. But we had hoped. They had done giving up on Jesus. And probably we would have too, man, if we saw him dead hanging there on that cross. You know what I mean? Everything's falling apart, man. Their world is messed up. They're in a bad place. We had hoped. We put all our eggs in this basket, man. Uh, Cleopas over here, he had a good thing going on, and he gave it all up to follow Jesus. Now, we were going to be high in the cabinet. Everything was going all right. We could have been a contender. I don't even know what that means. I just heard it before. <laughs> hmm. but, but we had hoped. We had hoped. You ever been like that before? Um, uh, my life is just, when this happened... I'm done. You know, I'm here. I'm breathing. But that's about it. I give up. I quit. I'm no longer invested into this marriage. I'm no longer whatever. I'm done. Crucify him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day 
since these things happened. Okay. Things can seem awful hopeless. You know what I mean? But we serve the God. Listen, man, if you're going through a tough time, man, remember, God's with you. He won't leave you or forsake you. And he gives us some awesome, awesome promises, man. And we, we need to stand on those promises, even when we don't have a clue what's going on. Hey, God promises, you know what, that I'm going to put that, that these things are going to work out. And God don't lie. You know what I mean? True story. Okay. Proverbs 17, verse 17. A friend loves at all times. So I got a friend that don't love at all times. I got a lot of friends that don't love at all times. Well, them probably ain't the type of friends that we're supposed to have. You know what I mean? But this is a godly friend. And who's the best example of a godly friend? It's Jesus Christ, man. You know, he loves at all times. He loves you when you got $80 in your pocket or when you ain't got nothing in your pocket. You know what I mean? When you're super cool, too cool for school or whatever, man, or, or when nobody likes you or when you're all skinny or when you're all fat. He don't care. He loves you, man. I'm just saying. Proverbs 17, verse 7. This is going down fast, hard. Proverbs 17, verse 17. A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. See, that's how God is, man. He loves us with an undying love. He is completely faithful. I mean, even when we're not faithful, he's faithful. You know what I mean? When we're so mad and frustrated, we're leaving town. We're like, we're done. I'm done with that church. That preacher's crazy. You know? God said, I'm not done with you. I'm going to stick closer to you than a brother. A friend loves at all times, no matter what you're going through. You got those friends? Do you have them? You got those one type of friends that will be with you when things are going cool? When you're going to pay their way into the movie or a Chuck E. Cheese or something? You know what I'm saying? But they're not always around during the hard times, the bad times. I'm gonna, Well, I'm, Brother Paul, I'm going to let you work through your issues there. Then we're gonna, maybe we'll see you later. A friend loves at all times, man. I, a friend is committed to you during hard times, man. That's God, man. He don't give up on us. Amen? And a brother is born for adversity. I love that part, man. A brother is, that's God. That's Jesus Christ, man. We don't realize how good, listen, we don't realize how good and faithful and awesome our God is until we are in those really, really bad places. And he says, you know what? I would have, listen, this is what the situation we're in, and I'm going to go through this with you. Amen? I'm not going to leave you by the side of the road. I'm not going to abandon you. I am a brother. I am your brother. I'm going to stick closer to you than a brother. Can I get a witness? A brother is born for adversity. So anyways, let's do one more verse here. Isaiah 43 and verse 2. You know it. You love it. We're going to go through it together. When you pass through the waters. I love this verse, man. Okay, because we're going to go through waters, man. We're going to, and I don't mean like jet ski waters. I don't mean like surfing. Hang 10, dude. I'm not, talk, I'm not talking about that. Toes to the nose, man. I'm talking about, I'm talking about, man, deep waters, man. And it's getting deeper and deeper and deeper, and you don't know what you're going to do. Well, you're going to hold on to the word of God. You're going to trust in the most high God because he's drawing near to you. Make sure you're not running away from him. You know what I mean? Because he's drawing near to you during this hard time. He's right there, sticking closer to a brother, a real brother. Amen? 
When you pass through the waters, look at that. You're going to pass through them. You're going to get through to the other side. Might not on your own, but with the Most High God's help, you will get through this situation. And then there'll be another one waiting. When you, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. See, God is with you, man. I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned. And the flame shall not consume you. That's a wonderful promise. So when it looks like God is silent, when it looks like you don't know what's going to happen next, when your heart is crushed and broken, he is there. He is there with you. A present help in time of trouble. Amen. Remember, he says, uh, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. That's an awesome promise. Thanks for listening to this message from Victory Life Church. Go to victorylifechurchofmilton.com for more and may God bless you.